Hello, and good day, everyone. Welcome to yet another episode of Magic the First Pioneers podcast. This podcast is all about our Pioneer format, and we keep our listeners up to date with what is new, interesting, and powerful in the world of Pioneer. I'm your host, Kevin Funkill, joined here with my co-host. Hey, everybody. It's Ryan, the uh, cardboard samurai out of the uh, Tokyo area of Japan. Welcome, Ryan. How are you doing on this fine pioneering day? Oh, I'm sleepy. I'm up early today. <laughs> I got work actually a little bit later, but uh, I got to get the the news out. Got to get all right. Gotta well, get this done. You, you got big news out to go for. You want to lead us off with the episode? Uh, what we're talking about today? Okay, maybe it's not big news, but I do want to wish everybody happy holidays. Um, by the time this comes out, uh, we sh- the holidays should be right around the corner. So I figured, hey, let's do a, a Christmas wish list episode for us at Christmas, but for everybody else, you know, happy holidays. Like I said, so what we want for the holidays? That's th- there we go. That's the topic. Yeah, that, that's what we wanted to talk about today is, you know, make this a little bit of our Christmas episode and talk about things that, you know, we're nice this year, we're naughty this year, and things that we are hoping for mm-hmm. for uh, coming in the next year in the world of Pioneer. Yeah, sounds good. Which I keep me. saying this episode. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, we, yeah, yeah. Do you want to start us off? Which of those topics do you want to go into first well, here? we did have a couple of results. We haven't really talked about results recently. Do you want to go into uh, like uh, one or two events before we move into the... Sure. Yeah, we just wanted to cover, you know, a couple of the big events still were wrapping up. You know, we'd done a big episode on the RCs that had already happened, mm-hmm. but I think that we had one more in Calgary. Yeah, there's Calgary, and yeah. also there was one in Chile, I think. And there's one in Chile, yeah. So th- those are the two that we wanted to, uh, you know, make sure to cover what has actually happened in those big tournaments as well, uh, since we didn't get a chance to get them. They hadn't happened yet when we went over our previous episode. So let's let's do a little bit of that, you know, some good housekeeping of to keep track of, hey, what's still winning? Uh, which is always nice to see, and then move on from there. So winning uh, this tournament... Which one? The, uh, I was going to go the Chile one. The top eight was Enigmatic Fires, mm-hmm. Mono Blue Spirits, Mono Red Aggro, Rakdos Sacrifice, Gruel Vehicles, one Rakdos Midrange, a second Enigmatic Fires, and a Demir Control. This one, really cool. A lot of unusual archetypes in there. You know, not really any of our big three, big four almost. Mm-hmm. Um, so... You know, all of these are known archetypes, I would say. Like, they're, they're not any big surprises to see one of popping up here. But the fact that all of these are kind of our, you know, our tier two great decks in the meta that have been showing up less than our tier one decks. I love to see that. You know, no mono green in sight. Just, uh, you know, <laughs> magic players living in the moment, no mono green in sight. Yeah, and I do want to point out, I mean, looking at the uh, uh, the archetypes that people were playing, Rakdos midrange had, uh, fit, what was it, uh, 18% of the field. Uh, only had about mm-hmm. a 50% win rate, win rate down there. Uh, Mono White Humans had like 24 decks. So it was like almost 12% of the field and didn't have a good win rate. So it's, in it, yeah, you even had Mono Green Devotion, Azorius Control. All of these decks were like the top of the metagame down there. But like you said, you know, it's it's kind of interesting to see these non-traditional de- decks show up in, in the top eight. Yeah, even the fact that Mono Green Devotion is down at number four on number of decks, uh, is it Phoenix down at number five? Mm-hmm. That's really interesting. And then Lotus Field, Gruel Vehicles are, five, are six and seven, so coming up right behind there. Now, I wonder why do you think Fires did well at this event? Is it just better to grind value against the Rakdos decks? 
That's definitely a good matchup. You know, if there's a that big of a field that's Rakdos midrange and there is less mono green around, that seems like a great place to be playing something that's grindy, you know, enigmatic, good against the, the red black midrange. Uh, you know, that Rakdos sacrifice that did well, I think that's a good one against red black midrange generally. Gruel vehicles as well, right in the same boat. So a lot of these kind of make sense as good ways to fight against. If you're missing one of those top dogs, mm-hmm. it totally upsets the rest of the meta as far as what's going to be good overall. Um, the only the only weird one I think I want to shout out is that blue back control. This is uh, Julian Prado. Uh, he has. Um, so this is Notion kind of like the, like the Narset days undoing. Yeah. yeah, Notion Thief in the main deck for Narset for days undoing. Yeah, really focusing on that. Hey, let's um, force our opponent to draw an empty hand, or you know, we'll draw the cards for him. Mm-hmm. Even better than Notion Thief. Uh, kind of cool. Yeah, I remember uh, people tell me that Baleful, Ma- Baleful Mastery wasn't good, but this they're playing three in this build because, yeah, you have Narset in play, and uh, you exile something on their turn for two mana, and so uh, they don't get to draw a card, which is really nice. Yeah, I think that's the idea. The only newish card here popping up is the Rona's Vortex. I don't think anything out of DMU here. Uh, I do kind of want to talk a little bit about uh, Mono Red Agro. Uh, Alejandro, is it Sepulveda? Uh, was playing this. I've heard a lot of people playing Mono Red recently have struggled. Uh, mm. I want to know what his secret is. Because... <laughs> well, let me see if there's anything different here. Um, so this is going the slightly bigger version. Mm-hmm. Uh, no Torbran here, but he does have the Ember Cleave, so that's definitely different. Mm-hmm. And they got three um, Hazrets in the main instead of the sideboard? Yeah, three has right in the main. That's kind of their four drop of choice here. You know, I've seen a little bit of, you know, they're either playing Torbran or they're playing Experimental Frenzy or they're playing Hazareth. Mm-hmm. Um, that kind of fits into this role. Rampaging for us, as a four of. Maybe they were expecting a lot of uh, angels, which is why they're playing hmm, that. That would be a... Yeah, that's still strange to not be running some, you know, like the new one that deals four damage to a creature. Would have been good if you're worried about angels, mm-hmm. uh, you know, over the lightning strikes, perhaps. Yeah. Yeah, so interesting, interesting. Um, you want to talk about the uh, Calgary one real quick? Yeah, let's jump into. Well, let, let's just real quick. Uh, the winner of this la- of this tournament, uh, I believe this was won by the Blue Black Control deck. Yeah, who we were just shouting out. Yeah, so yeah. Blue Black over the Mono Red was our one and two there. Wow. So that, that's pretty exciting. Wow, it's nice. <laughs> that that sounds like classic old magic to me. Yeah, it does. <laughs> Um, yeah, let me just quick check what else was in the top four. So Recto Sacrifice, Enigmatic. So it looks like the yeah the red black didn't even make it out of quarterfinals. Mm. Okay, uh, yeah, jumping over to the face to face games. This the championship. This one was how many players? I know it was pretty big. Uh, two sixty three mm-hmm. um, versus the South America one was two hundred three. So also Not a bad. nice size tournament. Yeah. All right, let me check. Uh, hang on. Uh, let me refresh my MTG Melee here, make sure that we're getting the, the latest information. Uh, so, top eight on this one. We had Mono Green Devotion, Mono Green Devotion. We had Esper Grease Fang. Mm-hmm. We had Rakdos Midrange, Rakdos Midrange. Mm-hmm. So far, this sounds more normal. Uh, we also had an Esper Grease Fang. Mm-hmm. We had a Green Black Elves. We had a Gruel Vehicles. And we have a... I think that's it. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. Ooh. That's it. So a little bit of spice there. Yeah. Um, so here we're seeing the, the more of what we'd expect. You know, two mono green devotion, two Marcos mid range. That doesn't surprise me. Getting to the top two grease fang. That's cool. Um, especially one of them being an Esper one. So I want to pop that one open here and talk about it real quick. Uh, not a big change versus the version that runs green, but it plays less of a mid range plan. Is yeah. usually what we see. There's like no creatures this. in this. Like there's no uh, Rafines in the format. There's no Rafine. 
I, I would think oh, that they yeah. were playing. You know, it's using Liliana the Veil. Um, it also has one Soren uh, Ventral Bloodlord in there. That seems scary. I'm not going to plus that and get a Parhelion. Is, is, is that, which one is that? Is that the... So Soren Vengeful Bloodlord's the it's the one that basically can't stay away, but it's um on a body. Oh, that one. That which one, which yeah. I think is actually a little bit strange here because you, in some ways, have fewer things to, to bring, bring back, back yeah. with that kind of effect. Um, so it's pretty much only a way to bring back Geese, Grease Fang. Um, that, that's a little bit unusual here. But, you know, it's really going more on the control plan. You know, Tainted Indulgence is a nice little mm-hmm. spell. Vanishing Verse, because you're more on the controlling. Uh, they get to play mm-hmm. some, yeah, some Considers, some Faithful Mending. So they've got a lot of ways to loot, actually. Yeah, Supreme Verdict, I mean, so it's almost like a control Parhelion. Yep, and they're running a four four uh, a full four of Sky Sovereign edition yeah. of the Parhelions. Yeah. So that's also just trying to, you know, really all in on the plan of getting Grease Fang down, pulling back one of these cards and being able to do something with it. All right. What I know you want to talk about this. Uh, sorry, that was by uh, Michael Kanai, I think. Yeah. And then we also have uh, Scott Polsky on the Golgari Elves. That's another deck that I wanted to talk about. So, again, you said you've tested yeah. this before, right? Like elves. I've tested a little bit with this before. And, you know, I think that the thing I've always said is that it has a very good mono green matchup. Mm-hmm. You know, both of them are Elvish Mystic decks. And the mono green deck just goes too wide for their big creatures to matter. Mm-hmm. And it goes too over the top with the Shamans of the pack, uh, you know, which really drain the opponent's life regardless of you know, how big their board has gotten. The Planeswalkers and things don't really stop that either. So um, that's definitely it's probably best matchup in the field. Where I would be worried about it is in a field with more Rakdos midrange uh, or with more control decks that can just play a sweeper and yeah. get rid of all of these creatures. Um, you know, Phoenix as well can be probably not the best matchup if they're able to, you know, just remove everything that's important. Then you've got a little... Very small creatures that don't do very much. But, you know, this has been popping up a little bit. We've seen it in some 5-0 lists, and it's nice to see it really showing up in this regional championship. And this is a list running four full of Court of Calling, four full Collected Company. I haven't seen Court of Calling in a deck for a long time. Is it, has it always been playing Court of Calling, or...? Um, some number, I think four of is interesting for this, uh, but where it, what it really does well is stuff with like Elvish Warmaster is a once per turn, so if you can quarter calling or Coco on your opponent's turn, um, get a second trigger on that, it helps your board go very wide, and of course a wide board also helps you, you know, just grab a couple of Shaman in the packs and win the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else stand out at you from uh, any of these lists? Or uh, So the one that I know that I'd seen in this list when we were looking at it before is that they've got Dark Betrayal on the sideboard. Is an interesting card that I think shocked a lot of people to see here. It's a one black mm. instant destroy target black creature. Um, you know, really, this is what they're saying is, hey, I, I need some way to make my red black match up a little bit better. What can I go for? Uh, you know, something also that can go into Grease Fang to be able to kill the Grease Fang yep. for it. You know, does its thing, and I guess this is what they picked. You know, rather than running something like a power word kill, which would be one more mana, this lets them be a little bit more maybe aggressive with their uh, their mana base. Yeah, to- totally forgot this card existed. So it's the, yeah, we should read it. Maybe it's like one mana um, instant destroy target black creature. Yep. Yeah, I know. I know that we had like Chandra's defeat. You know, that destroyed target red creature, and I don't know. Was there anything else that that destroyed white? Wasn't there? Did we have like a whole cycle of these? And just like, so I there was a the... cycle that let me see. I think the red one was ooh, Chandra's defeat, right? Was that the one that five? Uh, so that, that's a different. That's a different cycle. Oh, really? That one is from the uh, ooh. That one's from the Amonkhet block. I don't remember which set. And those are all like somewhat caring about planeswalkers. Oh. The other ones, uh, that's like 
you know, plus two, plus two and fight target green creature with a green creature. Mm-hmm. The red one is, oh, let me think if I can remember it. Oh, I think it's the one that like destroys a mountain. Really? Let me see if I can remember these it. All or, or is it from... the one that does three to them and if you don't control a mountain? Or if... These were all from... I'd have to uh, check on them. Yeah, these are Theros all from uh, Theros. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so they're not all one see drops. see if I can pull it up. I'm going to pull it up to see if I can uh, remember all of them, but I can't off the top of my head remember which ones fit into there, because I think the one I'm thinking of is part of a different cycle. Oh, no, no, here it is. Okay, Peak Eruption. Three mana sorcery, destroy oh, a mountain. That's, that's uh, it good. deals three damage to that land's controller. Uh, Gainsay is counter-target blue spell for yeah. one and a blue. Okay. Glare of Heresy saw some play in standard oh, yeah. was one and a white, Sorcery. exile target white permanent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then yeah, Hunter yeah. Hunter, I'd already mentioned, was the green plus two plus two fight. I totally spell. forgot about that card, Glare. I used to play it in the sideboard of some of my decks. So. Interesting. Okay. Uh, any other uh, results you want to talk about? I know there's a couple other smaller. I uh, just events. wanted to shout out that the winner of that tournament there, uh, you know, real exciting. You know, we shouldn't hate on it, but Rectus Midrange did win that tournament, mm-hmm. uh, piloted by Joseph Karani. Yeah. Uh, so congratulations there. That was a solid list for the Rectus Midrange. Beating the uh, Esper, the Esper uh, Greasing deck. So. Yes. But yeah, uh, yeah. Are there any other events you want to talk about? Because I know there's a couple other small ones. Or do you just want to move on to our our main topic? I'm down to move down to our main topic. Okay. Although I feel like I was talking a lot here. Hopefully you can uh, carry us well, through you know, our main topic here. You know, I'd love. You're always the guy who. <laughs> yeah. So it'll be me complaining. So I'm going to let you do more talking, so that I'm not just like, "How come we didn't get blank in this year? I wanted blank magic. You're ruining everything." You know, yes. the usual things that I'm saying that you guys all. So the holiday, about, the or? holiday episode. <laughs> um, you know, we're talking about naughty and nice first. Let's talk about naughty. Who's on the naughty list for you this year? What what decks were on the naughty list and why? Ooh, uh, I think that red black midrange is on the naughty list for me. I, honestly, I'm going to say red black midrange and mono green kind of both on the naughty yep. list for me. Yep. They've both shown up in our conversations of like, hey, is this deck too good, guys? Is this deck scaring people away because it makes magic less fun? Um, I. Don't think that anyone's been as naughty as like Winota was last year. Really? So. I mean, I never played. Yeah. I played against Winota a lot. I never. I thought it. I never felt like. I mean, because especially I was a Rakdos player at the time. I never felt like it was unwinnable because I had removal for it, and it was just all about you know making sure that you have enough removal in those those matchups and in ways to, you know, kind of keep Winota off the board. When with Monogreen Devotion, it feels like there's a lot less ways to interact with them. Um it's just like mm. they happen, they do this all in like turn three or turn four and then just okay, I got nothing. I can't do anything. Yeah, please put sixty three, you know, power on the board and make two hundred and ninety three green devotion sources. Yes, please go. I can't do anything about that. Yeah, maybe it depends on what deck you're running. Um, I, I do think that there are some problems. Like, I do feel like green has been naughty. They have been doing some unfair things. You know, they've been getting access to some things in their card boards, mm-hmm. like an infinite combo, like, uh, you know, hate cards against some of the popular decks in the format. Yeah. And that, that, that's going a little bit far. You're like, you guys are the, you know, big mono deck. You shouldn't be also the control deck. Mm-hmm. You shouldn't also be the aggro deck. So, yeah. um, that, that's me saying, swat your hand. You've been naughty. Uh, Santa is not going to be giving you any gifts this year. Yeah, who, who's the aggro Hopefully. deck? It's Monogreen. <laughs> yeah, who, who's the uh, the control deck? It's Monogreen. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, what about Rakdos, though? Rakdos, why is Rakdos naughty? Because uh, 
as much as I like good fair magic, I also like having my stuff live sometimes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, it, it's just that it's dominated the top tables for a long enough period of time and hasn't really shown any cracks in its armor. Mm. Um, you know, I don't think that any deck that consistently has a good black mid-range matchup has been able to stay near the top of the tables. Um, and to me, that like that's just starting to get worrying. It's like, okay, what time, when is something going to change? Um, what do we have to do in order to have something you know, have it that there can be some amount of shakeup. That yeah. if, if it shouldn't be possible for a red black mid range to be a known quantity to know, okay, I know exactly what my opponent's probably playing and still feel like you're always going to have at best a 50 50 matchup, but usually worse than that. Um, I don't think it's like a bannable deck. I don't think that mm-hmm. currently anything's bannable, but I think that it, it's been naughty this year. It's been. Um, a corrupting force on the format, something like that, you know, it, where it's it's its impact has been felt, mm-hmm. and I would like to see it. Uh, I you know think... I would like to see all the other good kids get toys yeah. this year instead. I think I mean yeah I, I agree that you know they they're not even deserve any toys this year, but um but also I think Monogreen is still the problem is that there's probably decks out there that can do better and maybe keep Rakdos in check. But I think they're just, they match up horribly against Mono Green and people just don't play them. Yeah, it's interesting. It's hard to say exactly how that works because Mono Green is also a great deck against Red Black Midrange mm-hmm. for the most part, you know, even with them knowing that it exists. Yeah. It still has a favorable matchup in that exact matchup. Okay. Um, so that's our naughty list. How about the nice list? What who are, what are the nice decks? Uh, you know the, that deserve presence. And what would you like to see them get for the next year? Was there anything else that would be on our naughty list? You know, has I don't. anything else been a problem this year? I'm just trying to think. Like, there, were there no bans in all of 2022? Oh, there's got to have been earlier, right? Uh, let me go. Minota was banned remember. earlier this in the year, right? Wasn't that like spring or something? Let me see when that was exactly. That was June. <laughs> We're really, uh, you know, it feels like it's been a long time since then. But yeah, that was June where Expressive Iteration and Winota were banned. Mm-hmm. Um, so Phoenix was hmm. bad, but now it's now it's okay. I think it's okay. It's just... Yeah, you know, Phoenix was a little naughty. Yeah, a little naughty. <laughs> I think that they have made it up. You know, it's, you know, that last minute where you're, um, oh, I don't want to say like, you know, um, forgiving all your sins before Santa comes, mm-hmm. but I don't, I don't think if, that's quite how it works. Yeah, that's not how it works. I think yeah. that's more of when you're supposed to be about to die as yeah. you do that. Yeah. Uh, your, your last, um, there's some word for that. Yeah. I don't know. Hopefully we're not stepping anybody's religion here. Yeah. What I meant to say is that, like, yes, I think that they have kind of made themselves up. They're like, hey, we're this nice fair deck. We're showing up in the format and we're, you know, we're playing cards mm-hmm. that seem like they're fair cards. We're not just like, oh, I'm, I'm always one turn away from drawing, like, Draw three, draw three, draw three into take three extra turns into you're dead. Yeah, <laughs> I feel that that's how Phoenix felt like when it had mm-hmm. expressive iteration. Yeah. Is it felt like they were always one turn from killing you, no matter what board state you have. Yeah. Yeah. And I mean that that's one of the decks that uh you know I kinda considered, but like I said, you know, I think they're they're fine now. There's actually a couple decks that are like that that I think they're kind of almost there, they're almost naughty. But so how do you feel about Parhelion right now? Like, do you, Are you sick of the rat, especially being someone who plays more Explorer than me? I think it's easier to break up that combo than it is to break up Mono Green, Devotion, or or any other of those combo decks. You know, like, 
Kruger Fires is harder, and that's getting more popular now. You know, not a lot of people are playing Enchantment Hate, and so, hey, you know, they have all these cards that go to your aggro decks that would beat them, you, you would think, because they don't play anything at one or two. Um, hmm. But yeah, uh, I, I think it's fine. I, I, I don't, I think there's enough hate out there to stop Grease Fang. Okay, and is there anybody else that's been stopping people's fun? Like you were kind of just mentioned, oh, you know, Karuga Fires, things like I know that you feel like fun. a lot of your fun has been stopped yeah. because of cards like a temporary, temporary lockdown. lockdown. Yeah. Uh, are there any other cards specifically that's like, you know, this card is just making the format a little less enjoyable? Yeah, like lockdown, especially, at, at least for me as a person that's trying to beat these, you know, slower decks, uh, I feel like mid range has kind of like a stranglehold on, on the format at the moment. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know what other decks out there, what other cards, can you think of any off the top of your head that, you know, I can think of some fun? from the past when it's like, Hey, I'm just sick of wilderness reclamation untapping with a counter spell mm-hmm. up. Uh, but no, I can't think of anything this year that I'm like, God, I'm so sick of, I don't know the wandering emperor or something coming down. Like, yeah. Uh, or, you know, when blue white was one of the very best decks of the format, I mean, it's still a good deck, but like when it was one of the very best decks, I feel like people just like rolled their eyes every time they saw it to fairy. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, I, I don't think that this year there's anyone who, uh, I really have a problem with card wise. Okay. Um, so again, moving on to the nice decks, the decks that you think played fair, you know, that, that, that worked hard. And they deserve a new card. What decks would you say are 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 that are those? Like, what would you like to see for each of those good decks? Hmm. I can That's I can start us off if you want. Yeah. Why don't you start us off? Because so, you know me, I'm always half prepared at best. <laughs> I want a new burn spell for mono red. I think they have a lot of one drops now. They got they got a, they got a good creature package. You know, we got Kamano faces Ka- or against Kakazan, whatever. Um, you know that it, they guess a lot, lot of neat stuff like that, but maybe something a little bit better than a lightning strike. So I, I'm hoping that you might be getting that wish very soon. Um, I don't know if you'd seen there was a Mara response of like someone was complaining to him as you know everyone always does in Mara's DMs mm-hmm. is was complaining about like oh how how is this fair for Mono Red like Black's getting Shieldred Black's getting Phyrexian Obliterator which that card is a nightmare to play mm-hmm. against as a red deck because you know to remove it you often need to sacrifice several permanents yeah, if you can even kill a five-toughness creature. Yeah, um, yeah. so I, I don't know if that card's going to have a big impact on Pioneer yet. We haven't talked anything about uh, All Will Be... Or is it... Which one's next? Is it All Will Be One or March of Machines? March, March of Machines. One with... Um, all? No, I forget what... Yeah. March of Machines, I think, is the next Mom. one, right? Yeah. Okay. Mom, yes. Okay, uh, but anyways, my point is that he... Morrow responded by saying that, like, oh, you you haven't seen the, the the new set yet. There may be toys here for Mono Red, which the implication there to me seems to be that there will be some kind of red card that can get rid of what some of the nastiest things that, you know, red or black or whatever... Without dealing damage? Maybe. Weird. <laughs> I mean, like... There could be something as specific as, um, like, oh, it could be, like, five damage to target creature, any abilities that would trigger from that creature this turn. Um, yeah, well, I'm trying to think how you would... Uh, like a pure, purifying fire, think, basically. Something yeah, I was trying like to think that. how to have it, like, tr- not trigger ward, not be able to regenerate, you know, ignore indestructible, kind of just like a, an end-all be-all, like, this is going to burn something out. That sounds like maybe not so much a spell as it would be, like, on a Planeswalker, maybe, like... I mean, we already saw cough, maybe. so maybe it had to be something else or an enchantment. 
maybe like a uh, an o-ring that deals damage yeah it's interesting because i don't feel like you know oh creatures abilities uh that trigger when they're targeted by a spell or dealt damage don't trigger that, mm-hmm. that still seems more white than red so i'm not sure maybe a um, you'd have to find a way to uh to make it work <laughs> the mono red pacify mono yes red, that's definitely yeah. <laughs> so it deals three damage to target creature for two mana and it two creature can't attack or block afterwards <laughs> if it's still alive or something like that i don't know we'll see yeah we'll, we'll definitely see so that's one of my wishes how about you can you think of anything any other just taking a look at the decks that didn't show up on our naughty list here is there anything that you'd like to see for one of those to make them a little bit better yes i want uh I don't want to say I want something to replace Luris, but I want something for those other um, low-to-the-ground decks. I want something for Serlesnia aggro. I want something for Insol aggro. Th- those two are the ones that are like are like Aura aggro and uh, Insol aggro. Yeah, for me, for those Aura decks, I said I wanted more Hexproof for the Auras, mm. this for the green and white. And I guess if, it, if we were... Ooh, it, that, that's tough, because I don't know if I want a full-on Boggles deck in the format. That, <laughs> that never sounds fun. Or maybe some more Indestructible. Like if you want to do white, okay. you know, because that would actually help the uh, black-white thing. You know, we already have what that Danto Vanguard, I think, is one of them. But maybe like a yeah. decent one drop with uh, Indestructible. Like hey, a- I'm going to say mono white still needs better one drops. Uh, every other color in Magic has gotten some big, big, big uh, power creep mm-hmm. in their one drops. And mono white is still getting... You know, a two one for one with like a tiny, tiny upside. They are the worst. <laughs> They're like the worst color for one drops. Now so it's kind of sad. We have like Hoplite in um, in uh, Heroic. And I wonder if we could get something similar to that uh, in Auras. Maybe like a zero two uh, indestructible that gets, you know, like plus one plus zero for every enchantment placed on it. So it kind of gets... You know, you put, put like an ethereal armor on it and it would be like uh, not plus one plus one, but plus two plus two, basically. Would that be too strong? I feel strong? like what you'd have to do is, uh, like, I think the issue is that a zero two indestructible would be far too good of a blocker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it would have to be like, you know, can't block, which doesn't sound very mono white. Maybe you could do like a zero two indestructible must attack each turn if able mm-hmm. and then have it like, oh, it does something when it uh, attacks. Yeah. Or, you know, it doesn't want to attack or doesn't have auras. Um, doesn't know when it's targeted, something along those lines. Or uh, in this, in your second combat phase, if it didn't attack, tap it. Yeah, 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 something like that would be cool. Okay, so you wanted something for the aura decks. My uh, next wish. Uh, I was also saying yeah. in soul. I don't know if I have a specific yeah. what in soul needs, but it needs something to make up for the fact that it can kind of just get hated on really hard. It can't use <laughs> yeah. any of its its artifacts with Karn in play. I think it'd be a better deck if Karn wasn't just saying, "Hey, you can't use that Dark Seal Citadel. Hey, you can't, you know, equip this uh, this spear. Hey, you can't uh, use your um, uh, what is it? Uh, what's the other? You know, activate your Bowmat Quarry or whatever. Yeah, it is, that yeah. Bowmat Quarry or all that stuff. You just not the Bowmat totally shuts it down. Yep. Um, would I be wrong in asking for a new vehicle, like for Gruel Gruel vehicles? Ooh. Maybe Parhelion could use it, but maybe it'd be a better fit for Gruul vehicles. That's interesting. I wonder where there would be room in the Gruul vehicles deck. Um, We'd make room. You know, I like that as kind of a red black mid, or a red green mid range mm-hmm. deck. Um, I almost feel like they need more like a planeswalker more than they need a vehicle. How about a vehicle planeswalker? It's like a like an Autobot. You know, 
We got transformers. You know what? That sounds cool. Okay, yeah, let's 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 go make that card. Plus, plus one. <laughs> Figure out what it does. Planeswalker becomes a vehicle to end her turn with this power, this power. <laughs> it's a get and then it can out, minus dude. to make a make wait. it a, a Gideon Gobot. There we go. Okay, so it's he's indestructible. Wait, so it's Gideon's corpse, <laughs> but he's a robot. Yes, you're right. So it's Gideon's corpse, and it as long as it's your turn, he's a vehicle, and he's indestructible. And he can minus to make a creature. <laughs> he can minus to make a pilot. There you go. There you go. And he can plus to if he you know to give himself like a plus whatever plus whatever so that he can become <laughs> a you know. Well, I think creating <laughs> kind of like creating, how he always turns himself into a creature, but you, you have to turn him into the creature first by crewing. Cre- yeah, I would say creating the uh, <laughs> the the pilot so he could crew the the Gideon Gobot. That would be great. There we go. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Do, are we able to write legendary, um, ve- legendary artifact planeswalker dash vehicle? I don't see why not. Gideon yeah. on a card. <laughs> I mean, you know, okay, you, you, we're getting off track yeah. here a little bit. Hey, well, that's, that that's we're on track. We're, we're talking about our wish list, so it's all good. You know? Yeah, there you go. Um, Th- that's that's the entire thing of my wish list. Yeah. You know, those kids that write like, "I want a pony." There's nothing yes. else I want. That's my one. That, thing. That's my unicorn. All I want is to be able to crew Gideon's corpse. Yes. I mean, Venser. <laughs> Look at the new Venser. Wow. <laughs> um. Okay. What else? Any other? Uh, any other presents you think some de- decks should get? Yeah. You know, let's keep going. So. Is it Phoenix? We said that they've turned themselves around. They've been nice. I don't think what they are they missing? More. I don't want to give them any more blue draw more. spells. Okay. <laughs> that's fair. They're fine. Uh, I, I think that's probably fair. I don't want any more enchantments for Kruger Fires. They don't deserve anything else. They got all their presents last year. They're fine. Oh, no. I mean, they're... There's no way you can make cards that won't fit into like no, either Kruga Fires or Enigmatic. Like those are just fun decks for me. I, I love them both, so I'm happy for them. I'm gonna let them finish. Um, okay, another one that I want. I want more go wide cards for eight whack. I felt that was a fun deck that came out in the middle Ooh, of the year. That's a good one. And it's kind of <laughs> combat math just got hard. You know, maybe something that pumps stuff up. I think, or maybe something that helps it go a little bit wider. Maybe it'd be a little bit better. Anything that's gonna make a uh, you know a like gruel bushwhacker deck mm-hmm. be good. I'm so here for that. That would be awesome. Yeah, I know we're coming out with another Zendikar block, and we did have the original Bushwhacker for like one mana, right? Uh, with Kicker, yeah. What, what yeah. was the Kicker? Just like one red? I think so, yeah. And then it uh, gives them... like It basically doesn't do much if you don't kick it, so it's pretty much always a two-drop. I would love to have that, except you know, if they wanted to like make it a little bit weaker, uh, maybe you have to say Sacrifice a Land. Ooh, oh. I don't know about or that. maybe um, Landfall. You know, so like, uh, so you have to play it a little bit off curve. Yeah, like you play it. It has haste as one one, and then landfall. Uh, all other creatures you get get plus one plus one. Only tri- triggers one this turn. Oh, see, I, I was thinking the other way around. Is like, oh no, no. See, I was thinking of it like, oh, it's a one one goblin or something, but it has landfall. Each creature you control gets plus zero, plus one plus zero, and haste. Mm. That'd be super strong. That would be kind of cool. Yeah, that'd be Because then it would, you know, in future turns can still give your creatures haste. Mm -hmm. And that would make up for it having, you know, a weaker body on the front side or whatever. Yeah. Okay. Um, Okay, I got a couple more. You want me to just keep going or do you have something you want to throw out there real quick? Uh, I I definitely have kind of a broad category is that I want more stuff for tribal decks. You know, I love me, my tribes. Um, 
spirits and humans probably can go sit out like they got their, you know, they already got their um, their PS5 during Hanukkah. Mm-hmm. They can have fun. <laughs> we were during Christmas. We're gonna give out uh, something for the rest of the tribes in in Magic because all of them still need love. I want dwarves. I think you want dwarves. I need a one man. See, dwarf. I want I want giants. Yeah. I want um, <laughs> I want zombies. Yeah. I want uh, you know, I want elves. Zombies seems I want fine. Is it just we're missing Marvel. enablers? Maybe I don't know. We're missing a lot. I'm not sure what, but we're missing a lot. <laughs> um, but yeah, I totally. I want agree. vampires back. Yeah. Remember when vampires was a popular deck? Yeah, Ikros was uh, a vampire uh, apologist. I don't know. I don't know what you <laughs> what he said. But yeah, he he played them a lot. He made no excuses for them. Yeah, but. Uh, yeah, any other tribes? Merfolk maybe could use a little bit more. Yeah, I said Merfolk could use it. Yeah, um, soldiers probably doesn't. Soldiers just They're, got like, some they, stuff. We could give them a little bit more just so that they become actually popular. But I don't know what they need. Like, there's kind of just still a human stack. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe definitely, cats. I don't know. Yeah, cats would be good. Cats definitely need some good one drops. I think I'll, just pretty much all those tribal decks need better one drops. That's that's the thing. So is that hey, they need to print. An Five times as many one drops per set. An artifact that can become anything. They need another changeling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That. You guys, have, if you listen to our show, you've heard me rant about changelings and one drops mm-hmm. a million times. I'm going to cut myself off here and go back to you, Ryan, okay. for what else is on your wish list. Um, I would like, uh, I, I liked Heroic this year. I think maybe could use another combat trick. You know, we got the, uh, we have a decent amount of creatures in there right now. We got Monster Swift Spear, we got Hoplite, we got... Uh, of course, um, the Arcanist and the, the Illuminator. I think that's really neat, but I feel like, you know, there's some subpar combat tricks in there. Maybe we need some more stuff at, at instant speed or something that can interact. Maybe some, another something that's kind of like uh, Reckless. What was it Reckless Rage? The, the one that does four damage and two to your creature? Oh, yeah, yeah. Something like that, That would maybe? be good. You know, some better removal. I think what it actually probably needs is some way to give more reach, mm-hmm. as in, like, that deck gets shut down by them being able to kill all your creatures yeah. as when they hit the board. Um, so, like, something that could bring itself back from the graveyard, um, maybe even if it's just, like, for a turn, mm-hmm. if it has haste and gets to pump itself up hugely, yeah. like, that could make it so you can always turn your, like, your one-turn threat into a big bomb and kill them that mm-hmm. way. I feel like it needs a little bit of that kind of effect where it can it can pull out some wins from nowhere or pull out some wins from like, oh, the opponent's been killing all your creatures, but I've still got these threats that are mm-hmm. keep coming back. And and I think that's what it used to have a little bit more of with Luris as a backup plan, and that's kind of lost it as well. I have one more. I mean, how about you? Do you have any do you have any more? Or should I say my last one? Um, you know, I'd love a like a ramp deck that's not the mono green devotion. Yeah. I'd also love the other devotion decks other than mono green to do well. So maybe I'm, that's why I'm hoping not for a Nykthos man. Well, give me, I want, I want to, I want more targets for ramp that are not green. Ooh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. It, even well, if it's like, let, let's be clear. There is that like, you know, if they make like a, a strong six drop in white, like that's, we're not going to ramp into that just because it's not set for white. Mm-hmm. But if it's something like a, like a, yeah, like a red, green, green seven drop, that's really something. powerful. Yeah. That that's fine. On the other hand, hey, I'll say I've said it before. I'll say it again. I would love for them to learn that they can make white. You know, I was saying like we should make good white low drops. They can make white, you know, five six drops much much more pushed. Mm-hmm. And I don't think they realize it. And and here's kind of my explanation is like if I haven't said this before, 
White doesn't have the support to go late, mm. which so you know Wizards is like okay, well White you know five drops, White six drops shouldn't be powerful. That's not part of their color pie. The way they should be put looking at it is like, hey, that's not part of their color pie. We can make this a really really strong card, and it won't ruin anything because you're still never going to play that White six drop. Like think about how good the White. We six had Battlecry. Remember Battlecry? She really doesn't see any play. What, what is Battlecry? Uh, when they attack, it's plus one, plus zero. There was the uh, three, four knights or something from Mirrodin Besieged, I think, and it puts like two creatures, uh, one-one creatures into play, tapped and attacking when it attacks. And then oh, that's the four four. Yeah, like that's four, a f- wasn't it? okay yeah. four. F- like that's an okay four drop, and I don't think that would really see play in Pioneer. Mm. I'd love to see um, back. I, I think you could push further than that and still have cards that wouldn't see play just because it's so hard to build a deck that can reasonably play white four five and six Mm -hmm. drops especially if they're not just something that fits into control so like you could make a six drop that's just so insanely pushed Mm -hmm. and still not have people play it and i would love to see them go for it you know just throw it out there in the world get people to you know reset their minds a little bit and be like hmm maybe even though it's like it's white, I still have to find a way to be able to play this white six drop yeah. because it's that good. Yeah. And we've never had that. I would love to see them do that next year. All right. My last wish list, at least for my decks, for the decks. I mean, I have some other wish lists for, for Pioneer in, uh, in general, but uh, as far as decks, I would like to see another cheap sack outlet for sacrifice decks. And I've talked about this before, something like the the was the Visceral Seer, or whatever, the one mana, one one, that has okay. uh, sacrifice and scry one or something like that would love to see something other than the uh the oven the oven's fine but i wouldn't mind having a little bit more redundancy you know it's crazy i feel like i've had carrion feeder on my wish list for about eight years now <laughs> i would love to see that card what's that again that one's so that one's a one black one one it can't uh, it can't block it has sacrifice a creature put a plus one plus one counter on it mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Sounds powerful. You could even, you know, reprint a new version where it says sacrifice another creature. That'd make it much less powerful, but it would still be such a cool card to have for plus one plus one counter decks, mm-hmm. for aggro decks, for you know, some kind of uh you know, honestly, I, I feel like five years ago I would say like, oh yeah, we can't print Viscera Seer. It would make Rally the Ancestors the most broken deck in the format. Mm-hmm. Now I don't even think that's true at all. Mm. So go for it. Go go ham, wizards. Yeah. Have fun. That covers my decks that I think deserve, you know, presence. These were the nice decks. Uh, do you want to talk okay. about Pioneer just in general? Like, for example, you said more tribal cards. I totally agree with that. That's on my wish list. Um, is there anything else you'd like to see happen to the format? Just as our last uh, last topic for today. Uh, you know, more support would probably be it. Like that that's getting more... very broad reaching. What do you mean support? I, I was gonna say like not even about cards, but like, hey, I wanna see Pioneer getting events? more um events. I wanna see it getting an actual version on Arena. Mm-hmm. I would love to see, you know, Pioneer content creators getting more <laughs> Yeah, there we go. There's our Christmas present is give content Pioneer content creators more preview cards because okay. we're still really yeah. not getting a, a share of them. Um I have some more uh, wide-reaching wishes for for Pioneer. Perfect mana. I want perfect mana. Give me Ooh. my perfect mana. Give me all the the fast lands and just fi- finish out all the rest of the cycles that we're missing. To an extent, yes. Yeah. I still don't want fetches. No, um, no, I don't mind other good mana. I'm talking about stuff they to, like, already have. Fast lands. 
Okay, so you just want to finish the uh, the, the lands. Cycles, yeah, like fast lands and stuff like that, and maybe the cycle lands. I think we still need as well for you know the other the other sets. Uh, you know, we had the Amaket ones. We only had, those are only half of the sets. Those are the only we're missing the other cycling. Um, okay. That and then I think another one. I want some unbannings. Ooh, we talked about spicy. it before. Yeah, give me my ballista back. Give me my smuggler's copter back. I'm gonna play with them again. I've been pretty okay with their approach to bans this year. Um, I think that, you know, if the community had their way, there would have been more bannings, mm-hmm. and that might not have been a good thing. So um, I, I'm willing to let let that continue how they've been doing things. But, yeah, I hope that, you know, they continue to look at it. And I think we did say, like, I, I expect that they didn't want to shake anything up mm-hmm. during this regionals series because, you know, a lot of people were planning for that for a long time. There's a reasonable chance that they're willing to be more uh, aggressive on some bannings or unbannings after this cycle is over. Yeah, but so maybe we'll see something. Aren't like the new cards coming out like in February and they're going to do spoilers? Yeah, already? so we'll, so it's we'll like... probably see that. You know, they'll give it a week or two to see if anything from the new format is heavily shaking things up. But it's like, oh no, nothing new is seeing play because Rakdos and Mono Green are still the top decks. That's when I think they would you know consider being mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, we gotta we gotta do a little bit to shake this up. Otherwise, you know, the cards aren't going to move off the shelves because yeah. no one wants to play the new stuff when the, bro- the old stuff's so broken. Yeah. Okay. Anything else you have a, a wish for then that you'd like to see happen to Pioneer next year? Uh, no, I think that's probably about, you know, I would love for to see it be cheaper. <laughs> I'm sure that that's just... Cost-wise, uh, you mean? You know, like- I, I said other things was a pony before, but um, I would love to just see, you know, I would love to see them reprint the cards that we need reprinted in Pioneer to make it an affordable format for people to play. And more reprints. I guess that's kind of one more thing. I would love to see more modern cards get reprinted into Pioneer, you know, for Ooh, in the okay, standard sets. You know, like we've gotten a couple cards like uh, Liliana the Veil. Give me Goyf. You know, I have all these old modern cards that don't see any play in modern anymore. So there you go. Noble Hierarch, you know, whatever. Ooh, maybe that's a good list we should do is like cards that aren't seeing play. That yeah. used to be good in... Uh, Although some of them He's are things like you know, Seed Rhino, yeah, <laughs> uh, Lingering Souls, that would be an interesting. Yeah, one. yeah, let's do that for uh, we'll, next. We'll make year. this a topic sometime. Yeah, yeah, that sounds like a good time for next year. All right, guys. Hopefully, uh, you know, this is a bit of a short episode, but I think that's fine. You know, I've been uh, teasing Ryan because every week he says, "Oh, this will be a short topic. We'll do thirty minutes, and then it ends up being an hour." Hmm. Uh, hopefully, you guys like these little bit shorter ones every once in a while. Otherwise, we usually stick to our about forty to 50 to 60 minutes um but anyways we are the first pioneers podcast uh you can find us at mtg pioneer on twitter that's a great place to follow us to find a link to our discord to be able to be more in touch with us because i'm just as fun to uh to talk to on discord as i am when i'm just you know Hmm. yelling at my co-host here (laughs) yeah and you guys can find me on twitter at uh yo japan hobbyist i'm also very active in the discord i've been sharing a lot of my my sweet sweet brews recently um, and talking about explorers, well, I'm I'm definitely keeping an eye on uh, how that format is uh, evolving into Pioneer. So if you want to talk about any of that stuff, definitely come to the Discord. Find that on our Twitter, and also find it in the show notes here. All right, that's going to wrap up our show. We are the first Pioneers podcast. We look forward to being your go-to source for Pioneer information online. The first Pioneers are wishing out. Okay. <laughs>